0: Good morning from Jefferies. You are listening to Market Minutes, a daily podcast brought to you by the European Cash Desk, where we offer our perspective on European markets so far today. So it's Thursday, the 7th of May, and here are the main observations so far. Europe is trading up between 50 and 100 basis points. The Eurostox currently trading up 90 BIPs, DAX currently up 70 BIPs. And pretty smooth rally we've seen through the morning so far. Looking across other markets and asset classes, the VIX catches the eye a little bit. It's fallen back down to 32. So that's about a 5 6% pullback on the day. Um, And I think that's a fair reflection of how things feel today in terms of general calm. FX markets and credit also pretty calm. The only real mover of note perhaps is a slight continuation of the sell-off in Treasuries, but only mild. Um, this obviously continues from the move yesterday, which was sparked by the inc- quite a large increase in bond issuance for next week. Not too much to talk about overnight um, in terms of obvious macro headlines. Asia pretty quiet. Japan has reopened after the the holidays, the beginning of this week, uh, but little price volatility there. Um, I'll just mention a few subtle things I've picked out overnight. Um. So over the last week or so, markets have been trading in a in a relatively tight range, crabbing sideways with earnings the main focus. And with limited sort of virus and, and big picture headlines, there's been, I guess, limited direction and the market's sort of been looking for where the next move potentially comes from. It's been interesting to see that shorts generally have been pressed in Europe and the US, notably yesterday and the day before. But actually, the reason markets have remained within the range is it's been offset quite considerably by the resilience or outperformance of the long momentum names um, and the well-held names. So the two continue to face off against themselves quite well. Um, In terms of earnings after the close um, yesterday, there were a couple there that were interesting for me. Um, I think the headline net loss for Lyft not being as large as expected and, and the stock bouncing up 16%. Uh, and taking Uber up 8% was interesting. Um, I think it's it reminds us that the health of the taxi industry in this day and age is a very useful data point in determining the return to work and perhaps offers a clearer and more pure read um, into that than, say, uh, broader traffic queue length or motorway data. I'd also point out that PayPal trading up quite considerably on better second quarter guidance is also interesting with regard to consumer spend. So, those two for me stood out last night. The export data from China was a big beat overnight um, versus consensus, both in terms of local currency and also in dollar terms. Um, I think it's fairly consensual, however, that this is a one off with pepped up demand from Southeastern Asia. Uh, being a strong driver. So I think the market is looking through it and just waiting to see if it's repeated, perhaps. Elsewhere in macro, before I get into the pure equity thoughts, we've had a couple of rate decisions. A surprise rate cut from Norges Bank um, to zero from 25 bips, And this is backed up with comments from them that um, rates will remain at that level for some time. The Bank of England had a um, a rate decision out pre-market, Um, It came out with no change, which was in line with expectations. So moving back into equity markets, as I mentioned, sort of a a gentle rally from the open. It's purely earnings driven. Um, Another bumper day of earnings with over 40 companies having reported. um, And some of the movers are quite large and distorting sort of broader sector moves. Um, Retail is the best performing sector in Europe and trading decent volumes as well. Um, Sector is up over 2%. Online retailer Zalando in Germany is up 10% on earnings, um, and this is the major catalyst for the broader sector, I would say. There is a mix of covering and long-only buying in it today, I suspect, um, and I think that is mirrored across the the broader subsector of online retail. The guidance for them implies some decent upgrades as well, which I think demonstrates there's there's still value on offer within this sector in, in the current lockdown environment. H&M is also in focus. They've had an AGM trading update. Stock's up 2%, but maybe it's holding up a little bit too well on broader sector sentiment Um, and also uh, riding a little bit on the coattails of Puma that's up 5% on earnings. So in terms of H&M, the current trading is quite poor. It's down 56%. Stores that are open uh, are generally quite muted, as is um, China generally. There is a decent gross margin hit from, from them as well. And they're trying to reassure in terms of comments on liquidity, talking about increasing cash lines. But for me, all that's proving and, and, and pointing towards is a decent cash burn over the last two months or so, which seems quite high. So I would be nervous in terms of H&M at this sort of level. Telco's in focus, the sector is down 90 points, or 90 basis points, sorry, and is moving sharply lower in the last half an hour or so. Um. As we flagged earlier in the week, this was a big risk day with regard to UK dividends because BT's come out and cut its dividend for the rest of this year. They've actually gone further than that um, and cut the dividend um, for next year as well. I think it's the first company I've seen to have stretched and done that. Income funds are clearly going to have a little bit of a rethink in terms of where they're putting cash um, on, on this podcast series. I've talked a lot about rotation of dividends within FTSE and obviously we've had Royal Dutch um, cut. We had um, BT now. Um, it, it feels like finding um, safety within dividends in the UK is very tough. I think tobacco and possibly some of the miners are, are still well placed to absorb some of these flows. So it's worth continuing to keep an eye on those. With regard to BT, the thesis or the debate now entails whether the dividend cut is precursor to them getting the green light to roll out fibre nationally at a faster rate, or if it's a reflection of underlying health issues with regard to, say, the debt level or cash flow. Um, I think the conference call is, is currently ongoing or just about to finish. Um, in terms of the potential bull thesis they are saving around 2.5 billion pounds from not paying the dividend. And so if indeed they do get the green light to roll out fiber at a faster rate, that cash is available to sort of help um, with regard to that. Um, Industrial is a feature today, Rolls-Royce uh, in particular, it's trading down 5% following an AGM statement. Um, the negative issue is comments on anticipation of uh, cash flow outflows during the second quarter and the lack of fullier guidance. Elsewhere in UK construction, um, the UK um, Build UK reports its members, which include some of the largest contractors, and in, um, including Balfour BT, Keir and Morgan Sindel, are now saying they have over 80% of construction and infrastructure sites now running and 55% of housing jobs operating. Productivity on construction and infrastructure sites is averaging 71%. Now that's up from 67% last week with London sites lagging slightly at 63%, which isn't a great surprise, but that's up from 56% last week. The UK's lockdown is likely to be eased from Monday, of course. We have a statement out from Boris Johnson over the weekend. Uh, and just note, the UK market is closed tomorrow for V-Day. We also have Denmark closed as well. That's all from us. Have a good day.